President Biden late Saturday signed the bipartisan deal put forward by House Speaker Kevin McCarthy to keep the government funded for 45 days just before a government shutdown was to go into effect. Last episode, we broke down what a government shutdown is and how it could affect your family. So I wanted to start this episode letting you guys know that government shutdown was at least our fears of that are put on pause right now for at least um, 40 days, at least. Welcome to All in Society. I'm your host, Claude Winston. Click the link in the episode description to view our website. Um, it's allinsociety.com. It's A-L-L-N-S-O-C-I-E-T-Y.com. I will be definitely be revamping that. We're going to do a heavily focused on the podcast and then the YouTube page as well. Also, make sure you check out the YouTube page. It is at All In Society on YouTube. You can also go to YouTube and search All In Society, All In Society and Friends. You can also search my name, Claude Winston, or Claude Purchase. I believe it's, I've, I've searched all of the above and everything has popped up um, pretty much right there up top. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube page and check out All In Society and Friends. And make sure you also follow the podcast download all the episodes the youtube page will be going live i have a live episode every tuesday at 7 p.m eastern 7 p.m eastern i'll have uh, friends and family on every once in a while and then every once in a while i'll do some solo episodes if you want to check me out on instagram my handle is at all ncp2 and don't forget to check out episodes of the podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Monday and Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern coming to you. And Friday, I give it to you a little early at 5 p.m. Eastern. All right. On today's episode, well, we're in a new month. Happy October. Hope you had a wonderful September. As far as the market, it was definitely red. It was a little bumpy. So we had to. We're, we're active fund managers now, right? Well, at least I am. That's what I'm doing with my uh, my portfolio, managing my my Roth IRA took some money from my former employer and now I'm self-managing that myself rather than letting someone else manage that and paying them. And I'm also managing my own, I just call it a cash account. Um, it's in, it's, instead of just putting money in a savings account where you're probably not collecting any interest, your money's just sitting there, I'm going to start putting my money in a diversified portfolio and watch it grow. So we're going to go over my poker recap. We're also going to break down my portfolio as it stands now, October 2nd. And uh, we're going to talk about the movie Dumb Money. I went to go see it earlier today so I could give my review and touch on a couple things um, for this episode today. I'm also going to go see the creator. I'll probably talk about that um, maybe Tuesday, which is tomorrow during the live show. And I'll kind of tell you guys how I how I enjoyed that movie. I'll probably go see it early tomorrow um, morning. $2 Tuesday, or excuse me, I think it's $5 Tuesday. It's at AMC. Um, I, I enjoy going to AMC theaters. For me, it's a theater right over the bridge in Maryland that I frequently go to. It's It gets the job done. And every once in a while, there's this um, restaurant right across the street from the movie theater that has really good brick oven pizza that I enjoy going to. But I can't eat it too often. Um, I'm not supposed to be eating a lot of dairy, but that's a conversation for another episode when we talk about health. Um, so 
diving right in, let's jump into the, the poker recap. So for the month of September, definitely not as lucrative as it was last month. Def, well, I, def, I didn't have a big score as far as tournament. And I've stopped playing 2-5 in that 2040 game I told you guys about. Um, at 2-5 last month was really where I was getting those big spikes and those big uh, those big cash outs. But I have been playing less 2-5 because I've noticed the games are... In August when the tournament series is going, that's when I was really getting that those nice licks. It was a bunch of people just going in there, um, probably not accustomed to playing cash and just wanted to fire. Or maybe I just picked right tables in the right place at the right time. And um, and just came out ahead. It's not like I'm not saying I can't beat two five. I I can definitely beat two five over the long haul. But because I want to play tournaments and I want to travel and I want to play cash um, consistently and kind of reserve my bankroll more than what I'm doing right now, especially from firing these tournaments, I decided to scale back two five. If I play it, I'm playing strictly on Saturday, not playing on Sunday because Sunday is pretty much dead action as well. Um, Saturday would be the only day that I'd be stick. I would be willing to play two five and only at MGM. Uh, I don't think there's enough action that goes to Maryland live to play two five other than the, just kind of the regulars passing money amongst each other. And that's what I'm trying to dodge at MGM as well. So I cut back the two five, um, primarily because I was playing just really on the weekends. I would go play for a couple hours, waiting for a one, three seat and trying to hit a promotion. And then I would kind of leave. So I kind of limit my time and it, that did not serve me well. If I'm playing two, five probably should be least playing for at least four hour sessions minimum. And while I was noticing, I was playing like two hour sessions. And if I didn't make money on the two hours, I was just picking up. So you know, I have a lot of sessions in the month of September where I'm losing well, two, this one was pretty much a full buy-in. That one, one, $125, $82, $43, $160, $209. You know what I'm saying? They're like, a lot of those weren't even full buy-ins or a mass majority of what I was buying it for. And it was just the first buy-in. And I was playing for less than four hours and I was just getting up. So I wasn't giving myself a chance. And in the month of August... I was I would sit down and probably within two and a half hours I would double up and then I would just get up because I'm like, all right, well, this is a nice boost to the bankroll and then I would leave. And so, yeah, that works. But over the long haul, that's not how I should be playing. I beat these players because these are the same players that are playing 1-3 as well. They just play 2-5-2. Two, two. Um, and so when I'm playing with, I'm sitting at 500, so I'm sitting with 100 bigs. A lot of these guys are sitting with the table max, which is $1,000. So they're playing at 200 bigs so they can, pro- they can open up the range a little bit more and I'm getting, I notice I'm getting caught in spots where I'm having to go all in with Queens or else I'm going to end up calling like 30% of my stack pre-flop and it's to a three-way, four-way flop. And if I'm shoving, I'm not, I'm shoving maybe like half pot. So I'm getting myself in these sticky situations and I'm just praying and holding my hands hold up. And so that's not the way I want to play the game. So if I want to play the game, I want to play the game right. And so I just stopped really playing 2-5 at all um, and concentrating on 1-3. That's why I was winning on a consistent basis. And then, of course, when I started doing that, I went on a, a, a down streak, uh, bad streak and playing 1-3. Now, I wasn't losing full buy-ins. Again, I was playing. Now, this I'm playing four-hour sessions plus, but then I was just – a lot of these 
sessions too. I was actually up like a buy-in or two and I was staying trying to, to really play, get the max value and really take away all the money off the table because they were good games and I couldn't do it. I ended up losing. And then it'd be long sessions and I was like, all right, I got to just kind of take this L, eat this L. It's one big session. That's always my model in my head. If I'm really playing real long sessions and I don't think my mind is sharp and right, um, I just get up. Also, I think I was getting a little cocky. I think I was um, calling off probably a little bit more than I should when I knew I was beat. Um, so a couple of things like that. I wasn't playing, making great folds. That's part of the game as well. Knowing when you're beat, you got to fold. Don't try just like calling off and be like, oh, I'll get this money back later. Just to, just to prove to myself, yeah, you're you're right. No, you know that you're, that's the proper fold. Make the fold. You don't have to see the cards and know that I'm right. Um to make the right decision. So a lot of those spots. So kind of retuning, playing better. I think I was opening my range a little bit too much. Like I said, getting a little bit overconfident um, because I do feel comfortable playing one, three and kind of trying to outplay these guys. But at the same time, outplaying sometimes means you need to put those, those bets in on the river, like do those three barrels every once in a while. But on one, three, they are so likely to call you down. Um, so I was getting some of those spots where I'm like, I know that you're supposed to fold, but these guys don't fold, especially if they have overpairs. And then all these these really wet boards. Like, bro, what are you you're calling there with a pair of aces? There's a straight out there, there's a flush out there. There's a four there's four cards for a straight out there, and there's flush draws, two flush draws that are out there. Like, what it like aces are never good in this spot, or they shouldn't be. Now, every once in a while, I break a big draw. And I try to continue on the river because it is a scary card, and then they call off because they're not folding kings or over pairs. Um, so it's it's been a lot of spots like that. So I got to kind of try not to muscle pots on the river and just try to take those L's once you, when you flop like the world and you're actually ahead um, and you have these big draws and you just kind of break out. Um, so just my fine-tuning my game. But far as the, far as the numbers, uh, last week, just cash side, I made a thousand thirty four. So we beat our quota a thousand dollars a week. I probably want to up that to about fifteen hundred, two thousand dollars. I said that already, so that means I'm gonna have to play more. Um, the month of September, I alluded to, wasn't nearly as profitable as uh, the month of August because I only made eighteen hundred and fifty four dollars playing cash. So that's not gonna cut it. So I know I I said I make $1,000 every week, yes. But then those losses were coming to my bankroll. So I would, I pay myself first kind of deal, profit first. And then I'd I'd continue playing. So basically like this. So if I have a really good week to start the week, I make my $1,000, I'll lock it up. And then I continue playing. Then I'm playing on my bankroll. If I lose, I'm losing my bankroll Um, a little bit. So that's when sin tends to be happening. I make my money early in the week. Uh, maybe it's cause that's when, yeah, that makes sense because on the weekends it's a lot more high variance. Those are the weekend warriors and playing bigger pots on the weekends. And so, yeah, that's where my variance comes in. And if I, if I make my quota for the week early in the week after that, I'm just playing on my bankroll. I'm not playing on, well, I made this, this day, this, that, that day, let's subtract this, that and I'm not doing that type of thing. I'm just playing solely my bankroll. So a lot of these sessions are coming towards the late uh, the end of the week where I'm having link, uh, loser sessions due to the, the weekend warriors and playing at bigger pots and higher variance on the weekends. So I'm going to have to fine tune how I do this going forward. Cause the last thing I want to do is 
uh, deplete my bankroll and it's going to stop me from being able to play two five more on a consistent basis. And it's putting a little bit more pressure on me as far as um, building out, building out my portfolio and keeping that up and consistently putting money in there. Um, so we're going to have to do some fine tuning. And then for tournaments, I was oh for three. Um, so basically just, as far as buy-ins total, just under $2,000. Now, not a lot of this, I told you I get have investors, so a lot of it isn't all of my money. Um, but still, losing $2,000 in tournaments isn't fun. Um, it's nice to, at the end of the year, when you, you know, you have all these um, caches for um, taxable uh, withholdings, but you can write off, well, yeah, I made all this in there, but... What about me losing money here? So I don't mind it. You just got to be careful. You don't want to be playing two big tournaments and just killing all your profits for the year. So I'll probably stay towards the 500 or less um, buy-ins for the rest of the year. And then December and studying. And then in December, I will definitely be, be um, playing some bigger tournaments, especially if I do well at the Bahamas for that 1500. Um, I think it's the, mystery bounty event at the Bahamas and I'm playing December 3rd through the 6th, at least I believe it is the third or the, through the seventh. Yep. December 3rd through the seventh. I'll be in the Bahamas. Um, hopefully not outside enjoying the beautiful weather. Um, then I'm hoping I'll be there, but I'll be inside in the poker room, hopefully ranking a deep run in the Bahamas for the world series of poker paradise event. All right, let's move on to dumb money. Uh, the movie, I thought it was excellent. It was uh, well done. I enjoyed it from start to finish. Um, it was definitely entertaining. And uh, you should, whether you see it in theaters or if it comes to Netflix, whatever the case may be, definitely, definitely watch it. Another movie that I've heard people, um, well, Wall Street Trapper was saying um, at Recession Tour was saying, if you haven't seen, if you if you enjoy this movie, also definitely go check out The Big Short as well. I haven't had, watched, had a chance to watch that movie from start to finish, so I'm going to check it out myself as well. Sorry about that um, noise in the distance. Someone's calling me. It's a scam artist. Um, there's a couple lessons that I le- learned from the movie, though. Um, so definitely take profits. There's some people that were live have families and just even the guy that the um i can't remember his name but the, the i'll just call him kitty man um i can remember what his handle was um but he was the whole guy behind the whole uh movement he has a wife and kids but they weren't taking profit they always want to stick it to the man and stay behind their um their morals or whatever their objective was but at the end of the day, like that was a lot of money you guys were or could have had. And I've been there, I've, especially when I was investing in these NFTs. Um, I don't want to go through there. There was nothing that was life-changing. So if I had something that was life-changing money, I probably definitely would have cashed it out and would have multiple homes by now. Um, but like thousands of dollars, um, I definitely invested in some things that were shot up and I didn't take it at the at the top. Um, which is, which is fine. Live and learn. But at the same time, like I said, there wasn't anything that was life changing. Like some of these people They could have changed their lives by just taking a little bit of profit. They didn't have to sell all of it. Just take out the money, at least take out the money that you invested initially. Um, and some of these people invested a lot more than they could afford to lose. So, um, yeah, take profits, diversify your portfolio. 
invest and do your own research. Don't just go on like the Reddit and Wall Street bets and just follow these people blindly. Comes they evoke some type of emotion to you or inside of you. Um, so just we got to be smart about this. Um, and in terms of being smart, so hopefully I'm being smart because we're going to discuss my portfolio. So like I said, in the month of September, excuse me, a month of August. Yes, month of September, excuse me. We're in October now. Was was rough and kind of alluded to that. So, um, so the S&P 500 to... This was the week of basically 831.23. The S&P 500 finished at 4,515. So it was basically the the end of August. And as of the end of September, the S&P is 4,288 S&P 500. So it's definitely gone down since the end of August. By a little bit, nothing crazy, a decent amount. And the S&P 500 is really what we're um, kind of our benchmark, what everybody's comparing um, their portfolios to. Um, And then with all that being said, because the market has gone down, I decided to sell some things and reorganize my portfolio. And so I've already told you some of the companies I've already invested in. So I'll go down the the list. So I've invested in a couple of the ETFs. So VOO, is, and it follows the S&P 500. And VIG, it is a it's ETF that essentially follows high. It's, it's called Vanguard Dividend Appreciation Index Fund. So it follows all the companies that uh, their dividends has been going up. And I can't remember whatever the terms are, are but on a consistent basis, I'll just say. Um, so I'm also heavily invested as far as the individual stocks. My largest holding is Roblox. Oh, and um, VIG, the, the Vanguard Dividend Appreciation Index Fund. Um, that one uh, is 27% of my for- portfolio. And that's basically equivalent to $8,000. Um, Roblox, and I'm only going to give you guys the top three. Um, and so Roblox is the individual stock that I invested in. I'm going to give you guys two of the individual stocks I invested in, the top holdings, and then I'll give, I'll give you the ETF. Um, so Roblox, that's 17% of my total portfolio, and that's $5,000 invested in Roblox. And Google Alphabet, um, I have 12% of my portfolio, and that's equivalent to $3,600 that's invested in all of my portfolios. And I told you guys I have a two different portfolios. One's my IRA and that's kind of like the long-term investing. I'm holding this stuff for at least maybe like a year or two, unless the narrative changes the reason why I bought it. And then the other one is kind of like my cash where I'm primarily the investment is going to be in the S and P 500. And then also the dividend portfolio, the VIG, the VIG. And then um, I'm going to kind of add and subtract some of the some stocks that I, I these are stocks I want to be just making me money and just printing me money on a consistent basis. I'll hold them, I guess, semi long term. Um, and I'm not going to break down percentages, but I also have Tesla, um, Nucor, uh, ticker N-U-E, 
Microsoft. My new holding is ticker is P A N W. Um, those of you are not familiar, I'm going to pull it up. So I don't want to misspeak. Uh, Palo Alto Networks. So Palo Alto, the reason why I'm investing in this company is pretty much a play on cybersecurity. I think cybersecurity, especially what's going on, is going to be a huge business um, going forward. Um, and I kind of follow the money as well. Um, BlackRock and... I can't think of who are, oh, BlackRock and Vanguard are, you have large holdings, um, investments in, in Palo Alto. So I'm definitely, uh, I'm definitely in there. T-Mobile, I'm a T-Mobile customer and I believe the business over the long haul is going to be profitable. Visa, we all hold probably cards of a Visa in our, in our wallets or, um, you know, purses, um, wherever we, you know, hold our cards or maybe on our mobile devices. And then Apple. So those are all of my uh, my holdings. And then I'm also give you a I'm, I preach and I'm talking about diversifying your portfolio. So to kind of speak on that, these are my this is my total holdings by sector and percentage. So communications thirty eight percent of my portfolio, uh, IT sixteen percent, consumer and discretionary twelve percent, financials nine percent. Materials, 7%. Health, 6%. Health probably needs to go up. Um, industrials, 5%. Consumer staples, 5%. Energy, 1%. Real estate, 1%. Um, and utilities, I don't really have anything um, allocated towards utilities right now. So that's pretty much how everything's broken down right now. Uh, yes, I am up money for the year. I pretty much just started my portfolio in as far as the the IRA, but I did want to, and I'm going to go, I'm going into my account right now and I'm clicking. I'm going to how my portfolio is performing. And we're going to go to all right. Sorry, guys. Typically, I'll put the podcast on pause, but this is an unexpected pause. I had to sign back in. So we're going to go to my account. This is my like the account. I said somewhat like my savings account and how it's performing, because this is the account that I pretty much been managing the whole year. And I told you the S and P 500 is kind of like our benchmark, right? Um, of how we want to compare how our, our portfolio is doing. We want to do, we want to kind of ride the wave of however S and P 500 is, is working. So year to date, My portfolio is moving at a 15 is up 15% and the S and P 500 is at 13%. So I'm beating the S and P 500 this year, year to date. Now overall, no, because last year I lost money. I think year year before that I lost money. Now I lost money. I lost less than a thousand dollars. So very insignificant amount. 
but I was really just playing around, not knowing what the hell I was doing um, last year and previously. Now I'm really doing my research, trying to understand what's really going on. And, and this is through September 30th. So pretty much through, uh, through the start of August for the whole year. So I want to make sure that was, that was correct. Um, so doing pretty good. Can't complain. A lot of it's that, um, I bought Apple and Microsoft at a really good time. But I didn't have a significant amount, and I've been buying the S and P five hundred, like one share, one share, one share, when it was low, and then when it rode up, I stopped buying it. So I probably could have done a little bit better, because um, I start really um, when I started talking about AI, everything shot up, and I really didn't start purchasing too much more into this portfolio. Um, but, uh, going forward, I did add, like I said, Palo Alto in here, Nucor, which is, um, pretty much company and manufacturer, it's a steel company. I'll just say for a lack of explaining it for, better for you. Um, T-Mobile as well added to this portfolio. So we'll see how they, how those, um, holdings do. I might end up getting rid of Nucor because I think that might be kind of stale for a little bit. Um, but if it kind of continuously rides up, because, oh, man, I watched it for a while. I just watched it ride, 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 ride. And I was, I'm not sure what price I was looking for. Um, and then finally, it's came back down to its 200-day average. And so I scooped up a little bit. But I think I looked at this, looking at this stock. Right now, it's like 154. I probably was watching this stock when it was about 120. And I just never pulled the trigger, thinking it was going to go down. Um, so... Hopefully, uh, we let the good times roll. And, uh, I mean, we have a lot more invested in the, the Roth IRA. So that's really this, the the, corp, the portfolio that I really need to do well um, to really give me some confidence that I can, can grow a large portfolio. So then when I want to go back and get the rest of my funds in my... Uh, in the, in my uh, that I have managed by other folks. Um, I can go grip those funds and I can manage those with confidence. But first I want to prove it to myself that I can do it. Um, do it and do it, doing it well. I did want to just kind of see and just kind of be honest as far as my Roth IRA Compared to the S and P five hundred, it's coming. I'm not sure how to. It's coming a lot closer than what it was. So, the beginning of August, the S and P five hundred was running about twelve percent. Uh, my portfolio was running at seven percent. So now it's coming in a lot closer. So now the S and P five hundred is running at five percent. And my portfolio is running at 5.18%. Now my portfolio is running at 4.61%. So, and this is the, when I was, it's cumulative time weighted return. And I'll have to dive a little bit more into what exactly that is and the pros and cons of why you should look at it this way or maybe why you shouldn't look at your portfolio this way. Um, So, 
Okay, and it does a, a different view as far as a, there's a graph view and their table view. And you can kind of see compared um, at, in the, at, on specific dates. Um, so I started this portfolio. Pretty much August. Um, yeah, August 1st. And so 831, my account says account change because I also had some other funds in there as well. Um, your account was running at 7% and the S&P 500 was at 10%. And then at 930, um, 23, like I said, my account was running at 4.6%. And then S&P 500, excuse me, S&P 500 is running at 5.18%. So I'm coming in closer to the S&P 500. S&P 500 has definitely dipped quite a bit. So thank you for, um, for tuning in and listening to my portfolio breakdown, the poker recap, and then my breakdown on dumb money. Definitely go see the movie. Like I said. Um, and hopefully I can make some more money in the poker table, right? Um, and kind of what I, what I plan to do next year is I, mean, I have a lot of ambitious um, goals, aspirations. But next year I want to be able to travel. And I want to be able to kind of show that no matter where I am, whether I am at home here in Maryland or I'm overseas or I'm, you know, traveling the, the, the circuit or going to visit my family in Mississippi, that I can make money and I can print money. And I also want to prove myself that I can do this. And so I'm not kind of what now what happens if I have car troubles and I can't go to the casino, I can't play um, because I don't have it's not like I live in Vegas. So if I don't feel like traveling, I just jump on World Series of Poker dot com. Right. And play online poker. Which I do miss playing, especially tournaments, Um, maybe not so much for cash, um, even not so much for tournaments. Maybe I'll play small stakes and stuff, nothing crazy. Uh, But I do miss just kind of sitting and sitting in front of a computer and playing um, tournaments and stuff. Uh, But if whatever reason I can't, maybe I get I get in a fight at the casino and I can't play, then I'm forced to drive to Maryland Live, which is a lot uh, longer drive. Just like things like that that can hinder me from going to the casino and playing. Um, for whatever reason, um, I, w- I don't want to be rely. I want to, I don't want to rely on the casino, um, to, to make money. Um, that's obviously the reason why I'm starting the business amongst other things, but also I want to make passive income because the business I'm going to have to sink my teeth in, right? It's just not going to be something that I'm, it's going to, to build, um, by itself. Uh, I'm somebody that, kind of likes doing things myself I'm eventually will have a team when I feel that um, I have something that I can kind of that I need to bring in the right people and grow going forward um, but for now it's just kind of me doing my own thing and that's what I really what I want it to be for right now um, but with the show I want to be able to travel and and do some live interviews with people in the middle of like huge events poker events 
uh, and just kind of meet people and just get them on the show just in the natural habitat, just where we are naturally. Or maybe we link up after we someplace and we have a nice backdrop and uh, we got, uh, you know, just I wanted to I have a full media um, company kind of grow out of this unexpectedly. Also build a brand, uh, build a uh, community, build a following. So stay tuned. I have a lot, lot going on. Still a lot planned for next year. Um, and I'm definitely going to need help. So if you're interested and want to be part of the team, definitely don't hesitate to reach out. Like I said, you can go to the website, allinsociety.com. Um, you can find the link in the episode description. You can leave your email. I'll just click any of the links, leave your email, and uh, we can communicate that way. You can hit me up on social media as well, on my Instagram. You can find that in the episode description as well. So you guys know Monday is Mantra Monday, so we're going to go down the, the mantra, your motivation, inspiration, whatever uh, whatever you want to call it, whatever it is to you. Um, I hope it gets you in the right mindset to tackle Monday. Uh, make sure you check out Market Mondays tonight at 8 p.m., um, you don't have to watch it live. Like I'm not going to, I'll probably go out, have dinner, um, cash in one of my winning sports bets and, um, and enjoy the game. And then I can watch market Mondays in the morning, or I can mark, watch market Mondays tonight as I fall asleep. You don't have to watch it live and don't make them tell you that you need to be watching it live rather than NFL. Sometimes Rashad, like he needs to get a, his head out, head, head about his ass sometimes. Um, cause sometimes they, they kind of like do make you feel like you you shouldn't be watching that. No, sometimes you can just sit back and watch that. Um, so don't make them, you know, make you feel guilty for watching football. They're watching football too, right? They're going around doing all these things and being these people interviewing. They're going to these places and seeing doing these things too. Um, so, yeah, Market Mondays. Uh, make sure you tune in with EYL and everything they have. And then make sure you check in with Wall Street Trapper on Tuesday. Um, definitely track in with trap. Um, I haven't dove in. I, I bought his uh, package and I haven't dove into it. So it'll probably be something I'll do heavy on Wednesday and a little bit tomorrow as well. Uh, make sure you check into the live show tomorrow. We're going to be discussing um, some, some, some really stupid people in, in the poker room and some just like comments that they said to me. Um, it's kind of funny, nothing like too heavy. Um, so stay tuned for that. Um, we're going to talk about, betting responsibly and sports betting. We'll dive deeper into dumb money. Um, we talked about the government shutdown. We might, we'll probably dive into that a little bit more. I'll talk more about uh, my poker. Um, my poker breakdown for this month and past month, what I plan on playing this month as far as in the state of Maryland, and then maybe some things that I might travel to go play as well. Without further ado, let's get into the mantra. I am an unstoppable force embarking on a thrilling journey of growth and unity. My ambition burns within me, pushing me to break through limitations and create opportunities that open doors to progress. I am guided by knowledge, fearlessly taking strategic risks and facing life's challenges with wisdom and determination. I value my body, nurturing it with strength and embracing my heritage. Together, we overcome obstacles, empowering each other to achieve greatness. 
I am the architect of my own destiny, weaving success, excuse me, weaving success and resilience. Within me lies the greatness to carve a future where possibilities know no bounds. And together, let's rise and take it to another level. As I said, make sure you check into EYL. They're definitely my inspiration to do everything that I'm doing. And let's go over the disclaimer. The information provided in the show about personal finance and investing is for educational and entertainment purposes only. It should not be considered financial advice. Viewers are encouraged to consult with a qualified financial advisor, which is not myself, before making any investment decisions. The content presented may not be accurate, complete, or timely, and we do not assume responsibility for any errors or omissions. Investing involves risk and past performance is not indicative of future results. Any endorsements or advertisements featured do not constitute recommendations. And by participating in the show, you acknowledge and accept these disclaimers. Hope you have a wonderful week. Um, start the month of October off right. I know it's been beautiful weather today. Hope that continues throughout the month remember life is one big session play the cards you are dealt to the best of your ability and i promise you'll come out ahead